0: Welcome to the EAU Podcast. In this edition, EuroOnco Kidney Cancer Educational Platform Chief Editor, Dr. Karma Mir talks to Professor Nizar Tanir from University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, USA, on result of the Checkmate 214 trial. Welcome to our podcast series from EuroOnco platform, Renal Cell Carcinoma, from ASCO-GU24 in San Francisco. Today, we welcome Professor Nizar Tanir, full professor at the Department of Genitourinary Medical Oncology, Division of Cancer Medicine at University of Texas, MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston. He has done extensive work on deciphering the best treatment for metastatic RCC, either clear cell or non-clear cell. He is a, clear, he is a strong pioneer in the field. Welcome, Professor Nisar Tanir.
1: Thank you, Carmen. Uh, thank you for the invitation to be with you and to have that conversation to summarize the results of the phase 3 trial in first-line therapy of patients with advanced clear cell carcinoma, the CHECKMATE 214 trial. Now, the CHECKMATE 214 trial was the first trial launched uh, several years ago uh, in the first-line therapy, and that's the first trial that showed survival advantage For patients treated with nivolumab plus ipilimumab, what we call or refer to as nivoepi for short, compared to sinitinib, a TKI, the three co-primary endpoints of the checkmate 4 trial were overall survival, progression-free survival, and objective response rate in patients with intermediate or poor risk as defined by the IMDC criteria. The secondary endpoint is basically the same efficacy endpoints in patients in the overall total population, what we refer to as ITT or intent to treatment, intent to treat patient population. Mm -hmm. There was an exploratory endpoint uh, or objective in patients with favorable risk, again defined by IMDC. So the eight-year follow-up, which, you know, I presented at ASCOGU this year, showed stability of the hazard ratio for overall survival in patients with intermediate risk, poor risk, and in the intent to treat patient population over the last eight years. So at the first analysis, primary analysis, when we had only 17 months median follow-up for the study, the hazard ratio for OS was around 0.7 if you remember that 0.7 mm-hmm. that was a while ago huh? a while ago we actually Dr Bernard Escudier from the Institut Gustave Roussy in Paris presented that first analysis at ESMO in Madrid in September 2017 subsequently we had other analyses other mm-hmm. updates 30 months 42 months 48 months. And the last one before my presentation at ASCO, ASCO's use this year was the 60 months or five years. And what we see, what we have observed over the last eight years is the hazard ratio for OS has remained stable. And for patients with intermediate risk, poor risk was 069 And for patients with the intent to treat patient ITT population was 0.72. That's remarkable. And that basically sets Nevo EP as the only regimen that has shown stability of hazard ratio over, for OS over time compared to other regimens in the first line setting. There are, you know, in the U.S., there are four Regimens that are FDA approved for first line therapy of patients with advanced clear cell RCC, And these are nivolumab and then Pembroaxi, uh, cabo and then Pembro, and Linvatinib. Uh, but the other trials have, uh, have not shown that stability of the hazard ratio and they do not have that eight year follow up. So this is the first and only trial that we have results to report. Uh, we reported with, uh, you know, from checkmate to and four, over eight years. So that's really the first take home message, the main, uh, you know, key point of the of the results from eight years. The second important take home message is the progression free survival for patients with intermediate risk, poor risk, uh, at the initial primary analysis was not statistically significant. It was a co-primary endpoint, as I said, for patients with risk, poor risk. But at the initial analysis, the hazard ratio uh, was around one, and the now the hazard ratio is zero point seven three, and the ninety five percent confidence intervals are under one, whereas mm-hmm. at the primary analysis, the upper bound of the confidence intervals was above one. So now there is a statistically significant difference four PFS between uh, NEVOIPI and uh, uh, Sunitinib with median of about 12 months for those patients with intermediate risk with uh NEVOIPI versus uh, eight months in patients with uh, uh, Sunitinib. And if you look at the kaplan meier curves for PFS over time, and now with eight months, eight years med- median follow-up, eight years or 90 months, mm-hmm. you see that around 25%, a quarter of the patients, are alive and progression-free with Nivo-Epi. And there is that, uh, if you look Stable. at the kaplan curves, you'll see a tail or a shoulder tail at the end of the curve. Mm-hmm. So there is really no relapses at 8 years, or 90 months, you know, follow-up.
0: So this is how you would counsel your patients when you decide about getting them epi uh,
1: well, I think, you know, uh, obviously in the U.S., and I'm sure in Europe, uh, nevo AP is approved for patients with intermediate risk, poor risk. In the U.S., uh, the NCCN guidelines, and of course, the Europeans have the, you EU know, guidelines. EAU guidelines, and there is ESMO guidelines, so there are different guidelines, uh, uh, classifications, but the nivo is approved for intermediate risk for risk. For patients with favorable risk, it receives a category 2A in the U.S. In the, by the NCCN guidelines. Now, I think, how do I counsel my patients? Of course, you know, you have to look at the patients. Uh, tumor burden, symptomatology, history of comorbid illnesses, if they have any prior uh, history of uh autoimmune disorder, but if the patient uh, is physiologically adequate, has adequate organ function and physiologically is fit, I do uh, for most of my patients with intermediate risk, poor risk, and in fact, even in patients with fatal risk, I offer NEVO because I do believe that the patients at the end wants to be cured. And the way to cure would be to achieve a complete response that's durable. And patients want to be to stop therapy at some point. And so the trial that gives the best treatment free survival or treatment free interval is immune therapy. Okay. okay, patients who are treated with you know, TKIs and anti ones, unfortunately, over time, not only they have the chronic toxicities of the, the TKI, TKI, but there is also relapses over time, and there is really no tail at the end of the curve. Like I said, a quarter of the patients mm-hmm. are alive and progression-free with nivuipi. So oh. there is a, uh, a, a an important point to to make when you are thinking about prescribing nivuipi or any therapy for your patients in the first line does the does the regimen have a high progressive disease rate and that has been uh, a concern raised by some of the proponents of an anti pd one plus etki uh compared or versus nevo that the progressive disease rate in patients with uh treated with nivo is somewhere around 20%, which means that if the patient doesn't respond to nivo in during that uh, induction therapy during the first 12 weeks, when you give both drugs every three weeks during that 12-week period, that they may not have a chance to go to a second-line therapy. How I treat my patients, I do not Blindly give them the Nevo and keep giving them every three weeks the treatment without really closely monitoring how they're responding to therapy and uh, not doing scans till 12 weeks. I think doing scans anytime is appropriate and you don't have to wait. 12 weeks to give all four cycles of nivu and then find out later after respond. the 12 weeks they didn't respond and then they miss a chance of going to a second line. I treat them and I repeat their scans uh, six weeks later after the two mm-hmm. cycles if they have progressive disease, especially if their symptoms, if they had symptoms at initiation of therapy and they continue to have that symptomatology, they have not improved, then I quickly change to second line. I have not had a patient who did not respond or had progressive disease through first-line therapy with nivolumab, not get a chance to take a second-line regimen. So that concept of you have only one shot at goal doesn't apply to me and my patients because I give them multiple chances at, at mm-hmm. uh, the goalpost. If you mm-hmm. talk about soccer and, and uh, you know having a you know shoot out.
0: How about the patients uh, with uh, sarcomatoid features? How would it work for this group?
1: Well, I think there is clear consensus. There is a consensus among uh, all the experts in uh, renal sarcosinoma that if there is a group of patients that are best treated with nivo as 1st line therapy, it's those patients who have clear cell RCC and have sarcomatoid features in their tumor. Because we published this in Clinical Cancer Research in 2021, and in Jitsi Journal for Immunotherapy of Cancer last in 2022, where patients who had sarcomatoid dedifferentiation and their tumors had a 23% complete response rate and a median overall survival of four years compared to where median survival has not changed over years if a patient has sarcomatoid uh, histological features and the survive, the median OS for those patients with symmetry was 13 months. There is no other regimen for patients with sarcomatoid uh, differentiation that produces the 23% CR rate. And if their tumor is pdl one positive, the CR rate is 25%. And there is a tail at the end of the curve for those patients. About half the patients are you know, progression-free, alive and progression-free, treated with EPI. So this is a very aggressive clear cell RCC histology that we have con- transformed to a potentially curable and have had several of those patients who are alive and well, several years haven't been treated with nivopi and they have not requir- rec- uh, required second-line therapy and have not had the recurrence mm-hmm. after being treated with even just a few cycles of nivopi. Um, if they develop toxicity and we had to stop the treatment because of immune-mediated adverse events, they never had to be treated with uh, anything else and they remain uh, alive and progression-free and in remission, in remission. So if there is... A take-home message here also is that for patients with sarcomatoid differentiation, which is about 10 to 15% of patients with advanced cleasal RCC, about 10 to 15% will have that. That should be, uh, I think there's a consensus to give those patients, not an IOTKI, but an EVP.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. Uh, we learned a lot about First Line and what's coming, and uh, we'll keep you tuned. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of EAU Podcasts. To keep up to date with kidney cancer developments, visit our educational platform, EuroOnco Kidney Cancer. For more EAU podcasts, please go to your podcast app and subscribe to our EAU podcast channel for regular updates.